0: Yo, what's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5, them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on, representing with the most killer spirit And we comin' with the jokes, so you better grab a good pen and bad for your notes And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes Randolph does more than just jokers, he woke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial, I don't know where that boy Tim is now raising the daughter, he hella proud Andy is straight up and Randolph and hip hop racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Cofan with them Trump impressions. Riding Karen coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine Three guys on Sock Puppet Nation. Gang, gang, gang. Yeah. Huh. What up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't get about you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, suave.
1: Yeah, that was a song that sold me on Will and Jeff, brand new funk.
2: That was their first album, right?
1: Yeah, that was the one. I was like, oh my god. Donkey Kong was on there too. Yeah,
2: that beatboxing.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I think yeah. uh what uh, was that the album with Parents Don't Understand or is that the next? Yeah, album? that was it.
1: Parents Don't Understand was on there. Yeah,
2: which in hindsight, the album
1: before the I think the one of them had the, the genie song on it, which I wasn't really.
2: That was Rock the House. Yeah. I had that at one.
1: that point. I wasn't really about. Even then, I wasn't the really genie about song. The gimmicky, that's a gimmicky. Song Girls of the is that the Girls of the World? Yeah, the trouble? trouble. Yeah, I wasn't about yeah. gimmicky song. That's why I didn't like Hawaiian Sophie.
3: I like that girls of the world, but in hindsight, uh, he was the trouble.
4: Yeah.
3: That last <laughs> verse, it was like, nigga, you knew this was wrong.
1: Yeah.
2: It's the girl's fault, man. It's wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one had. Um,
1: Jay Z made Hawaiian Sophie with. Uh, Who was his partner that he did that with? Um, Jazzo. Jazo
2: That's his, like, it's really Jazz's song. Jay Z was yeah, just kind of.
1: Jay Z just had a verse on it. I was like, I mean, a lot of people liked it. I was like, I don't like that. Is
2: as as someone who was five years younger, it it spoke to my demographic. It was more yeah, for, was for like, kids, you know.
1: Yeah, it was really gimmicky. The rapping was good. Jezo, Jezo could rap, and Jay Z was Jay Z. He was very young, but
4: <laughs> the um, song and
1: stuff. I didn't like. I didn't like those. Oh, actually, you know,
3: I think I'm thinking of parents just don't understand. That's the one.
1: I oh, yeah, when, uh, I when he like, stole yeah, the, the
3: car,
2: and
1: yeah, I was like, Your girl. parents
3: should not understand.
1: Stole a car, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Like, the it's first okay for parents not to understand that last one, bro. The
2: first verse was about like how they wouldn't buy him the cool clothes for school. Right. I'm like, Hey, I can relate to that, you know, Same. every kid can. And then the second one, yeah, he, they stole the Porsche.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Porsche. What the fuck are you doing, Will? This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: like up, said,
3: "Drive faster, Ts Turns me on. I was like, "Ah, yeah, this is you're out of control."
2: Yeah, he's picking up some runaway, <laughs> like taking yeah. advantage of her. Like, what are you doing, man? All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Will was a wild boy. Yeah, I was that. just talking to somebody about, and we were listening to a, a bass player from there, from the high school. They all went to that high school together. You know, it was like all of them would seem to be there at the same time. Him, the Roots.
2: Wait, Will Smith went to the performing arts high school?
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like they all knew. I heard Questlove talking about it one time that he was like. um, You didn't know who was going to be famous, how the group, but everybody knew Will and Jay, Jeff, were going to be famous. It it wasn't even a question. It was like, yeah, yeah, those guys. Absolutely. Those guys. And then um, Boys to Men got a deal. I thought boys he went to, to a, a I,
2: don't, I don't think he went to their high school though. So I think know, he was just a guy from Philly. just knew him? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cuz everybody knew everybody, you know. And then boys to men got a deal. And that's when it was like it became real for everybody like, "Oh, we can actually get deals doing this." Cuz once they got a deal, they were like basically it was like, "Well, if they can do it, we can do it." And not on no they're not good shit. It was just like <laughs> they can do it, we can do it. You um, see somebody around you doing it you can do it
2: they had on the rock the house album they also had a song called guys ain't nothing but trouble
4: mm-hmm.
2: featuring ice cream tea i don't remember i have that album i don't i mean it was a long time ago i listened to it but i don't remember that song at all that's
1: because all the guys jump right past that song
2: yep fuck that no we're not
1: <laughs> right past that song
2: and then they had that Nightmare on Elm Street song, which was, I guess, like a, a separate single. Yeah, another
1: on one that I didn't really care for. Only came out around Halloween.
2: Nightmare on My Street. Nightmare on I appreciate street. them trying, though, to make yeah. it even. Yeah. Oh,
4: that
1: you know, was a time I... in hip-hop when that was big. You were hearing that shit everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... Uh, remember Michelle A had that song called NICETY? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's a Dr. Dre raps on that song contradicting all the shit she's saying Girl, you're like, nice yeah. you,
0: or whatever you want to call it
2: yeah like wh- why do you why are you minimizing the whole premise of her song
3: yes that's that's andre 3000 on that that white t-shirt uh <laughs> song right. it's like damn and you can't take the verse off because it's andre 3000
2: right i guess we got to keep it in yeah you know we know so we're open to all perspectives here we're just having the conversation having that's the conversation. all we're doing. <laughs>
1: i just want to hear a conversation this it's like we've reached the anniversary of the d barnes debacle out of ice Oh, wow, really yeah i saw a thing about it today jay smooth reposted it
2: mm. hey randolph keep that mic close i don't know why it's always yeah. quiet jay, on smooth,
1: jay smooth posted it on twitter he was talking about it you know and he he i guess he and i'm doing air quotes apologized okay on on the uh what was that? That documentary they did on HBO.
2: Uh, the, Dre the Dr. Iovine. Dre and Jimmy Iovine one. Yeah, Iovine. Yeah, I remember that, young that was ones called
1: or something like that. Sporty ones, young ones, young ones something. something like that. Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Mean, he apologized on that for. I'm like, you really you apologize. <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus. First and foremost, I want to apologize. I know it's thirty years late, but for uh, beating
1: for beating dog shit out of this tiny little woman.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Because yes. her producer had Ice Cube being on a show with with NWA, uh, and not even on the same show, just two segments on the same show, not in the right. same room, just mm-hmm. in the same show.
2: Yeah, I guess that was uh, what was that? That was on Fox, right? That D Barn show came yeah. on like late at night. Nice to watch that show. It was good. She yeah. was good. I think it was on Fox.
1: She was good. He just shook that shit off, didn't he?
2: Now that we're all going to quit Spotify, we got to find places to get our music. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I all read right. a good article about about that the other day and it was just uh what all y'all need to remember is Spotify is not a music. They're not a music store. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They want to be a podcast store. <laughs> that's all they care about. So you take music, that's fine.
2: Well, it's just a matter of principle. If you don't want to be involved with that company, that's
1: how that's what I was trying to explain to people. If I hear one more motherfucker talk about uh, free speech, I swear to fucking God. Mm. Well, he has a right to free speech, and you're trying to stifle his First Amendment. I'm like, this is uh, do you understand what the fuck is coming out of your mouth? Speaking of speech, do you understand what's coming? The words that are coming out of your mouth. Do you get them?
2: Also, uh, Neil Young is exercising. His speech. His speech. And he's always been a guy who doesn't give a fuck. You yeah, know, I just
1: found out that he had polio as a child. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's never really given a fuck about, like, playing the game, so to speak. And so he pulled his music. I guess Joni Mitchell now has pulled her music from Spotify or is about to. There was a rumor that Barry Manilow that was doing it, but that was just a, the rumor wasn't true.
3: Yeah, a, and lot then, of, um, a lot of rumors floating around now.
2: Yeah. And then... uh I know some people are like canceling their accounts. You know, like that's coming. That's happening. Yeah, it all started. Um, it didn't even start with Neil Young. It started with the, all those doctors before. Like a week before right. that, publishing an open letter to Spotify about Joe Rogan.
3: Yeah, Neil Young actually talked about the free speech thing, and he also said, like, he was like, yeah, he has freedom of speech. It doesn't have nothing to do with that. I'm not saying he should be censored or he can't say what he's saying i'm saying that i don't want my shit on the same platform right um and he also said that spotify because they lower the music quality um for their streams isn't even giving you high quality shit so he's like you better leave your shit on apple or amazon if you want people to really hear your music in the form that it was meant to be relayed.
2: Yeah, he's he's big on that. He was he's part of the company. I think Pono P O N O that was like right. a digital service. It was all about high quality. I don't think it ever took off, but that was like a big deal for him.
1: Well deal saying someone of a artist. Well it's gonna take is people pulling podcasts, like whoever their heavier hitters are, other than Rogan.
2: Well, I don't even like, think no. it's 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 gonna take. I, like what there's no end doesn't have doesn't have to be an end goal. It just can be I don't wanna be
1: Yeah, I don't wanna be, this. I don't wanna be a part of your platform if you're going to have this guy on your platform i don't want to be a part of him. you know i may have a little
3: little uh insight on this uh whole thing a little bit. um i'll tell you what uh bring me one please if the point is to limit his reach de platforming him from spotify is probably the most short-sighted goal possible and will definitely 100 backfire because this is the smallest reach he's ever had because right. he went exclusive. Right. And a lot of people don't know that. So, and there's articles on it and shit too, but I know from experience going exclusive to Spotify lowers your shit to like say 30% of what you were getting. And maybe you build that up to like 40% of what you were getting, but you're never going to get 100% because especially for Joe Rogan, it's even worse. He got a lot of his stuff from uh, YouTube. Yeah. which is not even a podcast platform. And so his views on YouTube have been significantly hampered because Spotify will not let you post your shit other places. So the most he can do is post a clip that ends with, now go get Spotify so you can listen. His fans on Reddit and stuff, have been dragging his ass like they think he sold out. He's a piece of shit. He went for the money. I'm not going to Spotify. It's a big corporation. You used to talk shit about big corporations. If he gets off of Spotify, it's absolutely going to blow. His reach will blow back up. Even yeah. like even uh, what what happens is people see that Spotify cosign and assume a bunch of shit. But you know, y'all know it's there's names attached to shit, and then there's like power. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like having like having HBO attached to my name is big for a lot of people, but let's say the show doesn't get that high ratings. Then it, you know, it wouldn't it have been better for me to do my own YouTube show that got 17 million people watching or do this HBO show that says HBO, but a hundred thousand people watch, you know? And I think the Rogan thing is very confusing because people see fine, just letting all that money and they go, Oh shit. You know, we got to get them off of here. And it's like, Right. Low key, he kind of he's kind of less, it's weird to say, less dangerous on Spotify than he was on YouTube. By the way, they also changed his content. A lot of people don't know this. This thing was having way worse shows before. Spotify. Right. Spotify took shows down secretly and pretended that they didn't uh they didn't exist. Allegedly. Pretended that they yeah. just oh, we don't know what happened in the transition. Yeah. Those episodes go the up. the
1: views of that are from Rod Morrow <laughs> from the uh Black his podcast. Those views are not the views of the three guys on podcast.
3: Yeah. So you know, it's you know, I'm not I don't you know, allegedly those well, episodes got lost.
2: And he could go to Patreon. I mean, you're not gonna get a hundred million dollars on Patreon, but he could make a lot of money and he could do exclusive content if he left Spotify. Right, it's he can still make he's fine financially. It doesn't really matter yeah. at this point. Um, I don't know, like I never really listened to his show. A lot of people have said, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying his show used to be different, and then COVID, or maybe like leading up to COVID, he started really going down this other path that he's on now. So and,
1: Michael Harriet thinks, and he was a listener.
2: Yeah, and it's not really the same, and he's sort of yeah. believing a lot of bullshit. I know people have said that. Uh, so maybe it's it's also the show has changed, but I'll, I'll say this. He has a, a lower reach on Spotify, but I'm seeing more of his clips because a lot of people on the left are sharing them all over Twitter mm-hmm. and to dunk on him. So I'm actually more aware of what his podcast is doing now than prior to, to Spotify or prior. That's to COVID, what I was, you know?
3: I was telling that on my Facebook page because somebody was like, well, if he got a smaller reach. Uh, I can't tell because I keep seeing it and I said, right. but well, what are you really saying? You
1: know, are sharing them. Yeah.
3: You. You're seeing people. I, honestly, what's funny, they're doing them a favor. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, like none of us wants to think of ourselves this way, but they weren't sharing his shit before when he was having fucking white supremacists on every oh, week no. and all that stuff. And he was kind of doing it. I'm not saying obscurity because it was huge, but it wasn't like we were looking at that like, why would I share it? Why would I even dunk on this? Fuck this guy. And now people are sharing the shit all the time because, you know, Spotify puts out a clip or, you know, he, uh, he put, he goes, he puts out a tweet or something and it's honestly helping his ass. Like they need this relevancy. Um, even Neil Young taking this shit off is still a bigger promotion push for Joe Rogan. Then, if Neil Young just would have came out and said "Fuck Joe Rogan," like right, all this shit works when somebody's basically trolling, and that's really what his shit is on right now. Is he's basically just trolling the world with this, this
2: bullshit, and he's selling supplements.
1: Of course, he is brain he's juice or whatever. Been selling, <laughs> been selling supplements, <laughs> but he's just—I don't care how you got how you got here. You're here now. You know what I mean. And uh, the fact that you're here now means your mind was never strong that strong to begin with. I don't I don't believe the thing of, well, you know, they just were watching this. And then they just they just went downhill with it. And you got right. them. I'm like, yeah, because they're weak minded. That's that's it. End of story. And they were giving you they were giving you these signs early on. You just thought the shit was cute. You ignored them because, you know, that's just my friend and he's not really racist. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they went down these dark paths. Now you're like, I can't believe they're like this. And also, like corporate morality isn't really a thing, right? Like, right. Yeah, they, Spotify don't care. Spotify yeah. is trying to make money. That's it. Yeah, That's there's money. There's on. money in looking like money. you care, right? This is how I make. And there's
3: money. money there's money when you want to look like you care. That's a group of people who give you money for caring, right? There's a group of money for people that are the opposite too. Like, right? And the company want to get all the money. Very few yeah. corporations really say we don't want x dollars from these people unless it's typically on some like some bullshit right like if a if a company is anti-logical they'll be like we don't want black cigarette money so we won't sell cigarettes to those blacks but we all know that that's because they're racist at top. it's not the right. that's not logical and in this case people want their corporations to be moral right. they want their corporations to say I agree with you and I don't want a certain type of person listening to our platform and giving us their money. They don't, they don't believe that shit.
1: As Raphael is saying, if no one shows his content, wouldn't he be kind of game over? I don't think so. Not for him. He wouldn't make as much money, but he's built his boutique. And he was bigger before. I like, that's the thing. Like even
3: with them, not sharing his, there's, there's no good solution to the Joe Rogan shit. Right. No like people keep thinking there's like a, a answer and we'll solve it and we'll all go oh man we
1: well, we wrapped that up then when it's like no this okay. shit is forever now he's built his boutique this is it you know he yeah. he built his boutique he went down this road and his boutique was built on we're just having a conversation yeah so Sp- like always, i said spotify could, could rest on that
3: spotify could cut him tomorrow yeah his numbers will just start going up right and then everybody yeah. will be like, damn, I remember when we first got off of Spotify, looking at our the chart for our, the tracks, our numbers being like, God, damn, like every <laughs> everyone's back dude. who are these people, you know, and then, you know, eventually it tapers off. But it's, it's like that's what happened with Rogan, except it might not taper off as much uh, because I would imagine he'd also be back to his old content, too, because mm-hmm. he's been a bit subdued for him. Um, right. On Spotify, he's actually not as bad as he used to be. Yeah. I bet you there's a bunch of meetings and all this kind of shit like Joe. Now, come on, we you, we don't need you to have his guest on. Or if you do, you know we can't have you put out. You can't talk about this. So wait until
1: he's unfiltered. You know what he does? Another thing that is, I don't know if he's if it's a thing or not. He he stays out of piece of shitness lane.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not going to hear him sling, slinging the N-word and oh he'll say some ignorant shit about people in Africa, but that's the kind of shit that a lot of white people believe. So you can get away with that.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: he he used to do around N-word. He's not going to it.
2: There's old clips of him using it.
1: Yeah, from... he used to before yeah, Spotify. Because he's a white boy from Boston. You yeah, know, and but you I'm just saying away, he you can get away with that too. He used
3: you know? to he hasn't done that since the Spotify deal. Yeah. And I don't think that's right. a coincidence because it was like a recurring thing that he not all the time, but like once or twice a year, he'd have some comic on. They'd be talking about censorship. And then he'd be like, and I don't understand why
1: we can't say nigger. You know, see, it's, it's just see, a word. That's a discussion that white people get to have. You know, yeah. not not around us, <laughs> you right. know. But it's a discussion amongst themselves that is okay, because that's a that's a discussion that I'm gonna be honest, they all want to have. I'm looking at you, Keith. They all want to have this discussion <laughs> <laughs> around this. I'm world. DMing and Keith understand.
2: right now. We're having that conversation as as we nah, speak. <laughs> it's a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, that's just. It seems like a so. That's not a discussion that's going to be a deal breaker. The N word is not a deal breaker for.
3: Well, I, for I just breaker. think also that stuff doesn't stick to him because it's
1: even Keith, <laughs> Andy and, and Tanya and my wife know that they know that's another amongst uh, for other white people. That's not a deal breaker. You've all heard the shit being freely sprung around in conversation and stuff. My wife can tell you horror stories of the people talking shit about Mexicans. And my wife will hit him in Spanish, <laughs> you know, and be like, you know, it's, it's that's those type of things. I don't think that's enough to take. But him going into this area, if he go, if he was to go, full Alex Jones QAnon, which is the next step. <laughs> That's like the next step is the Alex Jones bill. And I don't think he'll ever flirt with that.
2: He already hangs out with Alex Jones.
1: I know the next place for him to go is there, and I don't think he will.
2: Alex Jones has kind of become a bit of a but He
1: hangs around with that fucking dude, a
2: mascot. I think Alex Jones was on the Kill Tony show, which is, you know, kind of a, a an offshoot, you know, it was like an Austin comedy thing. Yeah. And, you know, Kill T- Tony Hinchcliffe was the guy who had that Thing about the, the his host, you was know, all the Asian jokes and all that. But I think Alex Jones has been on his show, and it's like they all sort of hobnob with each other. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, who knows? Who knows what the future Over would years hold for
1: that? Ago, Rogan put um, Tony on stage at Caps or um, Alex Jones on stage at Cap City Comedy Club, but he was just an AM radio nut job. Yeah. And Rogan put him on stage.
2: You got to stay on mic. Make...
1: Rogan put him on stage at Cap City one night. That's yeah. When I was living there, living in Austin. That was over 20 years ago. Put him on stage just a bag on it, you know. And then somebody asked um Stanhope to put him on. Stan Hope was like, why would I put that guy on? Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not, no, not on my no. <laughs> you know.
2: Well, you know, that's uh sometimes you gotta you gotta put those controversial people on, you gotta Book them to do comedy at the anti-vax rally have, have a conversation
3: with them on your podcast. It's all
1: conversations, y'all. Jeez.
3: Yeah, I just, like I said, man, it's, it's going to be interesting what happens with that situation because everyone thinks they want a certain thing, and this is just one of those things where nobody's thought about it, and if some miracle, they fucking get what they want, and this nigga is just back on these streets with no boss. Yeah. Okay. Just remember you, you wanted this. Just, just, yeah. just remember you, you called for this shit because when this motherfucker, when you ain't got no one to go to because you know YouTube ain't taking them down.
1: Like, That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying about Virginia politics right now, bro. This motherfucker's been in office. had been in office about 42 minutes. And mm-hmm. He's already underwater with his uh, support because of the, because of the masking and, and shit. I'm like, this is what y'all fucking signed up for. Y'all yep. specifically <laughs> wanted this. This is what you wanted. Now you get what you want. It's too. Right. What do you? What do you mean? You don't want this now? It's too late. What did you he's, think was going to happen? A different. He's a different type of Republican. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. Raphael. Yeah. This. It's not they man. It's that not a scared about the masks. They scared now. That's the thing.
2: Are those his voters? That are scared?
1: He is underwater completely.
2: With who? With they, his supporters.
1: With just supporters across the board. So that has to mean both. Remember now, think about the people who flipped over and voted for him. Because he barely won. That's another thing people keep saying he's, like, he's got a mandate. I'm like, this motherfucker barely won. <laughs> I mean, winning is winning, but don't say it's a mandate. He can do whatever the fuck he wants to do, but don't say it's a mandate. He barely won this shit. And he ran strictly on racism. <laughs> you know, he never well, there really are- talked about, he talked about choice. But he never really talked about we gonna end, we gonna end mask. Then he started saying, "Yep, we're gonna end mask in school." Now every parent I know is scared as shit. I'm like, "Well, you, this is what the fuck
2: y'all wanted." There's a bunch of school districts who are just refusing that. Yeah, they're like, "We're just order. not gonna
1: go for it. We're just not gonna do this."
2: <laughs> look I think where, they look have the young, authority. Look
1: up Yunkin underwater.
2: I think they have the authority because there's the, the schools can follow CDC guidelines. They don't have to follow the governor on that shit.
1: He's talking about taking them to court. You get the right judge, they're going to lose. That's the thing.
2: Yeah, the tip
1: line. Yeah,
2: the t- tip line. Yeah, he line started for- a tip line and people started trolling it immediately.
1: <laughs> he, wants, <laughs> he wants it. No, no, Raphael, she ain't got nothing to say. He wants citizens to, inf- to inform to the state on other citizens. That's what he wants to think about, that. Think small about government. Them. He small wants government. citizens to inform on other citizens to the state. That's what he wants.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, people are trolling and stuff like that, but people are going to stop trolling and the people who are doing the reporting are going to keep doing the reporting. You see what I mean?
2: All right. So Yunkin underwater. A new poll from the left leaning public policy polling shows new and Virginia the governor. Way, me
1: just Stop you right there. Left leaning public policy polling. They're just a straight across the board polling site.
2: <laughs> um, this article says left. This article in the Hill says left. And
1: they're not left. leaning. <laughs> I got to fuck with. I got to fuck with them for work. There's a lot of um, eye rolling when somebody says I got it from the Hill. People are like, oh, God, can we use it? Source it. You hear a lot of that.
2: His approval ratings on the coronavirus pandemic uh, underwater. The survey, which was first seen by the Hill, found that 44 percent of Virginia voters Polls say they approved of Youngkin's handling of the pandemic, while 47% say they disapproved. Uh, the poll was conducted on behalf of the Coronavirus War Room, which is a project of the left-leaning Protect Our Care. So, all right, he's got all these school boards that are challenging his mm-hmm. mask mandate. Alexandria, yeah, Arlington. In,
1: in, in one of
2: them. <laughs> Richmond, Fairfax, Falls Church, Hampton, Prince William County. They filed a lawsuit Um Oh, so, they, yeah, it is going to go to court.
1: Yeah, I told at you. At some They're point. they going to court.
2: And then but Youngkin right now, defended the, mask the move. Right
1: are in place, but you get the right judge. That's it.
2: Uh, Youngkin said, my executive order ensures that parents can opt out their kids from a school's mask mandate. It bans neither the wearing of masks nor the issue of mask mandates. You can't opt out of a mandate. That's what the word mandate means. Parents can now choose whether wearing a mask at school is right for their child.
1: Yeah, which is bullshit. So. Oh, and then they they ended it at all the colleges. The attorney general here ended it, ended masking at all the colleges, mandatory masking. Because all the colleges are state.
2: So, but you can, yeah, so it's voluntary masking, then you can't make, you can't mandate it. Yeah, that's what they want. You can wear a mask if you want. You can choose a mask. You just can't. No
1: one's going to choose a mask. That's the point of a mandate. And it doesn't matter if no one does. All it takes is two people to not. And that's it. Mm -hmm. The shit's spread all over the fucking place. It's fucking
4: stupid.
2: Uh, Florida District Orange County Public Schools will no longer allow excused absences for kids staying home due to COVID concerns. I guess before that, you could be concerned about COVID and stay home, and that's an excused absence. But now, even though they're...
1: Probably go to school remote, probably.
2: I guess. Um, Well, no, I think... Let's see, Florida School District, the ninth largest in the nation, will no longer excuse allow excused absences for students who remain at home due to COVID-19 concerns. Orange County Public Schools has over 206,000 students at 202 Orlando area schools. Uh, they said keeping students home during the increased COVID cases will no longer be able to get excused absences for their children. So basically, the parents say, yeah, the COVID numbers are up, so I'm keeping my kid home. They don't have COVID. That used to be an excused absence because you could just be concerned. Now you can't have an excused absence. But they still don't, they don't have any mask mandates in Florida, right?
1: No. And look at the, and look at their numbers, their transmission and death numbers. Take a look at it.
2: Hold on, Raphael. So there's a, (laughs) I didn't see that story, Raphael.
1: I did see that story. It just kind of popped around. Tom Brady retired. Yeah, he retired. I'm not. It, it makes sense. It's exactly what Montana did. Montana one got went to the Chiefs, made it to the um, to the championship game, lost, retired.
2: You know. Yeah, he got a concussion. They knocked him out of the game.
3: Yeah, I think it's interesting because I most people probably thought Brady would have went out after getting injured or something.
1: No, yeah. I think he's just done.
3: Yeah, I, dead, I mean, but I'm just no saying from the way him. he talked about it. Yeah. I mean he that motherfuckers say he wasn't retiring, he's 47 and crazy shit like that. I was like, oh, okay, so you just gonna have to die. Okay, cool. (laughs) Right. You you one of them motherfuckers. You 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 gotta go out like a soldier, huh?
2: (laughs) Well he sort of hinted at he said his wife uh didn't like seeing him get hit all the time. So I think maybe she was leaning on him. Like, dude, what are you doing? You you you're the greatest of all time. Just fucking walk away. You're you're fine, you don't need to get hit.
3: I remember because like Peyton Manning retired and he was all beat up and shit. And his well, fucking, was,
4: like yeah. his shoulder didn't work he anymore.
3: turn His neck anymore. He had, right. to that, had to do that thing where you turn all the way around to look at something. <laughs> you know? Right. He was on like steroids and shit allegedly. And yeah, the, like when he retired, I was like, of course. But then Brady was like, yeah, I can play like seven more years after that. I'm like, oh, you crazy.
2: Yeah. I get the ball. I get the ball out of my hands quick. I don't get hit, you know, and, <laughs> So it's gonna roll up on your ankle one day.
3: Yeah, I was just waiting. Like I, I, wouldn't, I didn't even think he would retire. I was like, yeah. So, well, I guess <laughs> he's just gonna have to get fucking blindsided, and then you <laughs> go, oh, I see what y'all saying now.
2: That's what happened to Montana Aikman. Uh, Lavar yep. Arrington hit him, knocked him out, got a concussion, and that ended his concussion. career. That's usually how it goes. You, you yep. just you fly too close to the sun, you'll get a little old, and then some twenty-two year old who's Got fresh legs just out of college blows you up, and then you're like, you know what? I don't yep. want to do this anymore. Like the only other way to go out is to be sorry. <laughs> just fade like away. There's only
3: two choices normally. You go, you'd be way too sorry, and they, and then they have to let you go. Like you know, like they did with uh, Ben where It's like, bro, we giving you one last year, but come on, right? You right. know, you' sorry, right? We everybody know you sorry. Okay, so you done with this bullshit?
2: I mean, yeah. Even you say you're pretty sorry right now. Like it's yeah. Everybody agrees. (laughs) Objectively, you (laughs) sorry. They
1: make one point five million. Did we see that? How many? Yeah,
2: here's here's the article. I'll pull it up again. Um, Two Long Island nurses allegedly made more than one point five million by selling fake vaccination cards. How do you make one and a half million doing that? Mm-hmm. Uh um, you hiding the money. Two Long Island nurses on Friday were charged with making more than 1.5 million of forged COVID-19 vaccination cards off of forged COVID cards. Julia Devono, a nurse practitioner and the owner of Wild Child Pediatric Healthcare. What Jesus was charged with <laughs> that? Was a front even before COVID? Um was charged with felony forgery and offering a false instrument for filing her employee. Marissa Araro, a licensed practical nurse, was also charged with felony forgery. Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond Tierney said the nurses cha- charged 220 bucks for forged vaccination cards for adults and 85 for children in a scheme that began in November. How'd they make $1.5 million, 200 bucks at a time since November? Do the math. <laughs> That's all of New York City. The pair... Would also enter incorrect information into New York State's immunization database, according to Tierney. Devono and Araro allegedly forged a vaccination card for an undercover detective as a sting operation before being charged. As nurses, these two individuals should understand the importance of legitimate vaccination cards as we all work together to protect public health, said Suffolk County Police Commissioner Rodgers. Somebody got
1: caught with one of these bad cards, probably more than one person. Where'd you get this? Where'd you get this? Your ass gonna go to jail.
2: Yep. Michael Albert, Araro's lawyer, said that Araro was a well-respected nurse and encouraged people to take caution when forming judgments about the situation. Did she or
1: did she not sell fake cards?
2: Well, here's what he says. We look look forward to highlighting the legal impediments and defects of the investigation. It is our hope that an accusation definitely doesn't overshadow the good work Miss Araro's done for children and adults in the medical field. Law enforcement seized 900000 in cash and a ledger revealing illegal profits of over $1.5 million from Devono's home. I hope this sends a message to others. Two months? They made Why that much money in two ledgers?
1: months? are you taking? Bitch, Are you taking notes on a
2: meeting? <laughs> yeah, on a criminal conspiracy. <laughs> How do you make that much money in two months? They're not the only ones who have made a million dollars. They're just the ones who got caught. How many people are actually not vaccinated walking around?
1: You should probably ask yourself that, Tanya.
2: Long Island, especially.
1: New York streets.
2: (laughs) 220 bucks per adult.
1: Matter of fact, didn't Aziz talk about that on stage? Kind of a throwaway line.
2: About fake vaccinations.
1: We've all got got real vaccine cards, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't watched that special yet. But it does make me wonder, like, how many people are out there faking it. You know, you hear about the ones who get caught, but there's others who don't clearly but yeah. to make a million 1.5 million in basically two months november december and in part of january that's insane
1: they probably wouldn't even go to jail
2: they will probably do like community service community yeah. service light work
1: might do a year at fed because that's a federal crime
3: it's a definitely a federal crime yeah. you know they ain't gonna throw the book at these women well, that's a lot of money, though.
1: That's another thing. Keisha
2: said roughly five thousand people. Yeah, it's two hundred twenty bucks per adult, eighty five per kid. I mean, that's thousands of people walking around with fake vaccination cards.
1: Yep. And out on well, we say about five thousand. I
2: mean, five thousand. I guess if it's mostly about
1: kids. In one of those funky ass towns out on Long Island.
2: If it's mostly kids, it's more like maybe seven or eight thousand because it's less yeah. per kid. But it just depends on the ratio of adults to kids. But yeah.
1: There's a lot. Of, that's about the size of one of them, Little Like one whole town out there, especially on funky ass Long Island. There's, you may as well be on Staten Island. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I could see that. Whatever little town they live in, they were just they were the plug. and everybody So one- in the town was buying because they ain't going out. They don't go outside them little funky ass towns. So whatever town they were in, they were just selling the shit.
2: I got a guy. That's classic New York. Oh, you, know, you want to fake Vax? I got, a, I got a girl.
1: I got a girl who can get you one. That kind of shit.
2: So 1.5 million divided by 220 is 6,818. So if it was all adults, you're talking about 6,800 people.
1: Yeah, that's about the size of one of them towns.
2: If you add kids in, though, if some of them were kids, then it's even higher because the kids are only 85 bucks.
1: I used to hate driving on Long Island. Fuck that.
2: Dude. They probably had like deals for like a the, the family deal
1: go drive oh. out to the brokerage <laughs> comedy club out there in fucking long island Ugh,
2: kids fake free if you bring your whole family <laughs> kids fake for free buy one get one free <laughs> fill up your punch card bring your whole family
1: come on out to the let's go to the beach on long Island. why so i can get stared at no thank you
2: see there's and that's the thing they were hoping probably to make like a few grand like you know like a little pocket money and then they, they yeah. got too popular so they had a nine hundred thousand dollars in cash. They didn't know what to do with it. They probably got sloppy, and couldn't get out. They just stayed in the game too long.
3: It's just a comical version of this, where it's it's like that um, gag from um, uh, with Lucy on the on the fucking conveyor belt. <laughs> like there's just so many fucking <laughs> like so many requests that just getting behind the shit. Like oh fuck, just give them a
2: card. They're just shoving fake cards into their yeah. mouth.
3: Like, this was not supposed to be a one and a half million dollar operation. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a couple thousand dollars. And then we get out the game.
2: Yeah. Make a few bucks for Christmas. Christmas money. That's all they were looking for. Yeah. You know,
3: we'll like the mafia it. comes through, like right after <laughs> Thanksgiving. Like, I heard you guys is, uh, heard you guys is giving out fake vaccine cards.
2: Yeah. We want to do some business with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next thing you they're all mobbed up. Right. Like, I mean, look, it- If two nurses are doing this, then the mob has to be doing this, right? There has to be like like,
3: 1.5 million.
2: This is disorganized crime, which means organized crime is also (laughs) doing this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The whole police force.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've had stories like that before with like cops printing off fake vaccine cards. Mm -hmm. And we only hear the ones that get caught, which means there's a lot more out there that don't get caught. There's a hundred roaches behind the wall, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. literally.
2: Yeah. So,
3: you Chris know,
1: Brown raped somebody. That's what I'm saying.
3: He's been accused of rape, but I don't know. You know, he gets the he's He's been accused of a lot of stuff.
1: The has last he, few has years. he had a rape beef before? I, thought he I just don't liked think so. On people.
3: I don't think so. But he's also had a lot of that stuff, like either not come to fruition or be proven false. So you just never know with him.
2: Yeah. Someone sued him, uh, said that. I think she said he drugged her and raped her. So it came out in this lawsuit, so I don't know There's there's much information just yet behind the accusation or beyond the accusation. So who knows? That's
1: everything would they do. We'll see. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we we know he beats up women. We we know that.
2: <laughs> yeah, at least, at least he beat I'm up in.
1: one. <laughs> we... It's
2: a long time ago. He's changed. Has he? <laughs> we also know he beats up
1: green rooms. We know that. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I don't know if he's changing or
2: not. So, and then the, the other one that I'm like, I'm not sure if it's true. Uh, the Kanye West, Pete Davidson thing. So, Pete Davidson is dating Kanye's ex-wife, right? Or soon to be ex-wife. Yeah. I don't know if they're actually officially divorced.
1: Which, by the way, as a man, you got to just let that shit go. I, I mean, I guess I'm saying this about Kanye, so that doesn't make any fucking sense. Boo on me, but. You gotta let that shit go, dog.
2: Kanye West allegedly spreading the rumor that Pete Davidson has AIDS. Confused pals are calling.
1: Why, if you are a friend of Pete's and Kanye West says he has AIDS, would you take that seriously?
2: I mean, you call him and say, hey, guess what Kanye said about you, right?
1: That's about it. I'm not going to call him like, you got AIDS, man.
2: He's not out there. Oh, that's like some high school you know you
1: shit. You can tell me. Yeah.
3: Like You can tell from that if that's a thing he's doing, that's that's the immediate thing. You just go, okay, yeah, you're not. Yeah, this the uh, you, are, you, are you taking your medicine, Kanye? Are you doing your therapy exercises and all that shit?
2: Because no one's going to believe this. Has Kanye ever made a diss track? He's not really that kind of rapper, right?
3: Not really, but he's had lines here and there about yeah. Drake. Um, yeah and stuff but he didn't put them out like he made a diss song to drake and it pissed me off because he had uh andre 3000 on it
1: oh i heard that andre's
3: verse was so fucking good very upset
1: about that and they could not come out because i didn't know it was like this yeah put me in shit i'm the baby daddy of hip-hop i don't need to be a part of this yep fun dad I don't need to be a part of it. Well, because oh, Kanye said
2: that the verse had to be clean, and I guess that was never communicated to Andre 3000. And rather than, I guess, rewrite those lines, he just, you know, he whatever happened, the verse got pulled. Yeah, but it got and
3: Kanye's version in the leak thing is talking shit about Drake. Yeah. So mm-hmm. on top of. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a no, song about like a
1: this, don't put me in this shit. I'm it was a song about
2: talking to your mother. That's what Andre's whole verse was about his mother, which was the whole point. Yeah. Like he yeah. stayed on topic and Kanye was like, ah, what's wrong with you, Drake?" Yeah. You know. <laughs> Weird. And then now sources close to Pete Davidson confirm what DJ Academics, which who knows, claimed earlier this week. Kanye's been telling everybody with an earshot that Pete has AIDS. We're told Kanye's claim is made for a few awkward phone calls between Pete and mutual friends he has with Kanye who are confused and disturbed by the childish behavior. One source says Kanye's brutal diss track where he raps, God saved me from the crash just so I can beat Pete David's ass diss didn't come as much of a surprise. What track is that? Um, Those close to Pete are disturbed by the fact that Kanye would allegedly use such a serious health issue to try and lash out at Pete. I'm assuming Pete Davidson's just laughing this off because that's what he does Yeah, with well, most he, things. He he, he's shit. probably
1: the least bothered out of everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he's got AIDS. So what I'm wondering is, when is someone going to whoop Kwame Brown's ass?
2: Kwame <laughs> I mean, Brown?
1: You see the thing where he said he was talking to shit to Dwayne Wade about his daughter mm-hmm. wearing um, the Kobe thing? Zaya. Zaya, Zaya oh, Zaire, man, Zaire, uh,
3: nobody's going to whoop that dude. Yeah, ass. Ain't nobody going to go
1: at him, dude, but. I, I ain't got guns. Dwayne That's Wade up. has the patience. I mean, there's a lot of people. If I was Dwayne Wade, there are more than one or two people I would have rolled up on at some point and been like, you keep my child's name out of your mouth or I'll fucking break you in fucking half. It's it's I'd have called my brother and we went and went and visited some people. It wouldn't even been a question. We went and visited some people. There's a couple of people. I was Dwayne Wade. I got enough. Hey, Mark, we need to go talk to some people. We need to go talk to some people. Yeah, I
3: people think. Is, uh, they
1: love to put that child's name in their mouths.
3: I think the thing with D-Wade, at least from what I've been seeing in these interviews, is that he's um, he understands that he is being supportive of his child and wants to be like a face to attach to this so that when people talk about, the issue of transgender uh, children and uh, LGBTQ people. He wants to be a person that is an example. Yeah. And yeah. he's prepared for this ignorance. Like he's right. him and him and Gabby both seem to have be like, we're not going to match ignorance with ignorance that's because all, that's all well we want to educate lot, people. And, I, and recognize, I think,
1: and I recognize that, but I'm still going to match some people. I hear what you're saying, but I was going <laughs> to... I mean, you were just kind of asking why.
3: I'm yeah. saying, that's why. <laughs> no, no, like, no, I think, I, no, no, no. Yeah. I understand why he does. I completely yeah. understand. I Because I think if it wasn't for that, why he, does. he probably would be, you know, talking some shit. And also, like, if we're being fair, fair to him, the people that have decided to talk this shit are some motherfuckers that they don't have a line. And you you're may right. have to kill the nigga. <laughs> Like, you, you're not going to be able to just jack them up like rock in that. In that, in that, in that You're going to have to probably shoot these motherfuckers. They that ignorant.
1: Oh, uh, if that's the case, I just let my daddy do it. He's always down to shoot somebody. So. Yeah.
3: Well, because what's the other dude's name? <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember his name.
1: Hey, daddy. Little Little, about your, little talk about your grandchild, yeah. daddy. Who is menace? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, some of these dudes don't, like, have people killed and shit. It's, I can see just being like, that's not the goal. But I, and then I'll fairness to Dwyane Wade. He normally don't address those people, right? Like yeah, like, "Yeah, they they, they, they ignorant."
1: You know, I mean, look, Dwayne Wade has been winning on the highest levels. Right. He, he he's winning and he's winning in basketball. He's winning in fatherhood. He apparently he's winning as a husband and he's mm. winning at fatherhood again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the guy's winning on ultimate on on many levels. If it wasn't for, I still wonder
3: like. Cause I, it's a lot of people that have respect for uh, Dwayne Wade and his children, uh, the journey that his child is taking. But I really feel like it's just respect for Dwayne Wade, and it leaks over into like, well, yeah, man, you know, I guess. And I'm like, so you can be right. empathetic and tolerant, but is you it can be you to is it team. to Dwayne Wade or is it really to his child? Because you know, it, some of these motherfuckers don't seem to be that on board with this shit, but they. They love D Wade,
1: right? And Russ, Russman said Tyson, Mike Tyson, that boozy shook. I remember that. Yeah, that boozy was, was scary. Like Tyson, go, but that's like having a, a walking pit bull coming at
3: you, right? Because he also don't have a line.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they,
3: like I, Dwayne Wade has a line. Dwayne Wade is probably not going to kill you. The Mike Tyson, you don't know.
2: I pulled up the, just looking for the articles about Kwame Brown and Dwayne Wade. All the headline, like it's like it's almost like they check to make sure that another one hasn't used the same words. Mm-hmm. Kwame Brown slams Dwayne Wade. The next one. Kwame Brown rips Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade slams. Kwame Brown calls out Dwayne Wade. Uh Kwame Brown blasts Dwayne Wade. Kwame Brown takes aim at Dwayne Wade. It's like the same headline with just a different like action right. word in there. Uh Kwame Brown rips Dwayne Wade. It's like it's it's just for clicks. I mean, a lot of these are just like not even, you know, real news sources, just websites that want to jump on. And, and they want this. the
3: attention too. So like uh, shit, Kwame Brown wants the attention. So like Dwayne Wade saying something I ain't gonna do no but help.
1: No, he ain't gonna say no.
2: Yeah, because there's no article. Dwayne Wade responds. Dwayne right. Wade no, claps he doesn't know back.
1: He does not what he does. He didn't he didn't respond to Boozy.
2: Mm-hmm. Kwame he Brown fucks around. Dwayne Wade says, find out. You know, there's nothing <laughs> <laughs> so far. But like they all it's the same headline, but that one word is different between publications. It's like they have mm-hmm. to make sure they all they stand out somehow. Mm-hmm. Kwame Brown dunks what, on. What would
1: you do if your child did that? I'm like, I would let my child find their way and be there All to right. support them and help them find their way. That's what you do. It's not, it's not hard. <laughs> it's really I couldn't hard. Find it's, it's always
3: weird because those people never know any facts. Yeah. When they get mad, they're always like, You're gonna cut that little boy PP off and shit. Like that. they're like that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Talking about none you of know, that is happening. Why do you best, care so much?
2: Best best like, happened. where'd you hear that? No one's <laughs> I think I think this is all a giant misunderstanding. <laughs> you don't even know what's going on here. I was I I was I looked a lot for for clips of Kwame at that anti-vax rally. I couldn't Ain't find nobody anything.
3: I know I record that shit. They yeah, got that was that was the piss Kwame. break. Oh, okay, guys, we can go take a break. <laughs> There's Some popcorn.
2: I did see they were playing Meatloaf's music before the rally. Of course, Meatloaf. Yeah, because that
1: motherfucker he, should have been vaccinated. Then the motherfucker would be dead.
2: He's anti-vax, though. So let's play his music. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right, let's get to a couple of comments because I had them pulled up. Uh, we didn't get that many. We had a couple comments on YouTube. Jonathan left a couple comments on last week's episodes. Uh, speaking of Ralph Macchio, have you guys watched Cobra Kai? Yes. Nope. I have yes. not.
1: I'm I'm all the way through it. Yes.
2: Is it as good as people are saying or, or
1: okay? Here's the thing. The first one, you know, they took it off Netflix. They took it off YouTube. I'm sorry. Took it off YouTube and put it off Netflix. So the first one on YouTube, I wasn't really feeling. I was like, eh, it's kind of stupid. Then the second one got a little better. That third one, though, he went to Okinawa. Now it's on then it was on on uh Netflix so he went to Okinawa. I was okay. like, Oh, okay, this shit is like really good now.
2: They sent him to Okinawa? His
1: last season was yeah, he went to Okinawa, Daniel.
4: And like a
2: return last, trip.
1: He needed to find himself say it like that. Okay. So he went to Okinawa to find himself.
2: Did he find that big log that was his face was chopping all those years no, ago? No, but
1: he did. He did talk to Shosen, Shosen and uh, Kumiko. Okay. They're both in it. The other thing they're doing that's really slick is that they're bringing back everybody. Okay. Everybody. They call it the Miyagi universe. Anybody was in the Miyagi universe, they tried to get him on the show. They're going to bring back Jaden Smith. Who? <laughs>
2: Jaden Smith. Smith.
1: No, they talked about that. <laughs> I saw them talk about that in an interview. William Zapka. because William Zapka and Ralph Macchio are the producers, along with Will Smith, who's mm-hmm. pretty instrumental in this. And he said, Are you going to bring Jaden on? He said, Jaden is not part of the Miyagi universe. Oh,
2: okay. oh he's part of the Jackie he, Chan universe.
1: He was over in, in China. It's more. Of Kung, I don't know. Why I didn't just call it Kung Fu kid. He's even mm-hmm. learn karate. He's learning Kung Fu. So it's a different it's a different universe than this universe who they are thinking about bringing back though, who they mentioned in passing I don't know If they're going to bring her back is Hillary Swank.
3: Oh, she would do it. Cause, oh, cause she, she was the I'm next. Like, well, she was
1: just I'm like, what else is she going to do? Is she going to make another femme fatale movie. Is she going to do another one of them shits. What's she, she going to do.
2: <laughs> Have they brought back Elizabeth shoe? Yes. She's back on the show.
1: She's only for like two episodes. She was good. Okay. She was mm-hmm. good. She was good. They brought her back. Um, Everybody's back. You They uh, brought his mother back, actually. Oh really? Just briefly, she she comes in playing grandma to Daniel's kids. But it's like it's like like Daniel's kid now is the high school bully. Right. But not with karate. He's just a piece of shit, his boy. Because he has two kids, an older daughter and a young son. And the older daughter, he's teaching karate too. And then he's got the young son and it's good. It's really good. I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. And they've uh, already, the neck, they've already set up for the next season. He's bringing chosen. Chosen is coming over from Okinawa to join him here, to help him take down. The, it's, it's, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm in.
2: <laughs> uh, Jonathan also left to comment. Uh, Rod has no culture. Crossroads is a great scene.
1: You know, I thought about Crossroads and again and again, the thing about Crossroads is. He was playing the devil's music, our music, the devil's music, literally the devil's music, and he beat the devil's music with what the good, the good, wholesome white classical music.
2: Yeah, we talked about that last week. It's uh, everyone's like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> this kid knows real music.
1: There ain't none of that. There ain't none of that in karate kid. It's all about karate, pure karate. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm going to just have to lack my. Oh, Rod, there's
1: in. a black kid. There's a black kid in there who started out as a bully kid, mm. but has now become a bully.
2: Because he knows karate?
1: Yeah, he started. It was Daniel. It was Daniel's son who was bullying him.
4: OK,
2: he was
1: bullying him and bullying him. And then the boy started in karate. And now he can throw his hands. And he's like, We well, going to high school next year. You're gonna see me every day.
2: <laughs> like, it's always that one kid who learns karate and starts bullying people. Fucking yeah. what happened to the humble warrior shit? What was well, that part no, of
1: the- He's at Cobra Kai is back.
2: Okay. So mercy is for the weak.
1: Yeah. They brought back they brought back the, the two instructors from Cobra Kai. Yeah, it's nice, man.
2: Uh, Damon left a comment. I'm at work listening to this episode and I had to stop and go to the bathroom to catch my breath. Cause I was laughing so hard at the part where Gilbert arenas was clowning Kwame Brown.
1: That man, that shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, Gilbert arenas was on a podcast with Kwame Brown. Um, yeah,
1: what did they talk about? I think he's did been they,
2: on a couple. They've, they, I they think go they've,
1: into, did they go into, this was after the back and forth.
2: I think it was around the same time. So this is the one clip that was saw on, um, on Twitter. But there's a whole YouTube thing. It's not even this clip. It's a different one of them. Like going back and forth. It's like a whole podcast on YouTube. But this is the two minute clip on Twitter.
5: I asked you, I you? Have you ever laid out guns in front of a white boy, the same way you did your brother and black man, white man, hey, white man never say he's gonna shoot me for me to do that. Okay. So if a white man say they're yeah. gonna shoot you, you'll lay out guns in front of yes, them. Yes, sir. So that's defending yourself to lay guns down in front of somebody and tell I want to see if you got <laughs> balls. I want to see if you got balls. You want to see if they got balls to bring them your guns to shoot you, unempty un- un- guns. That just shows you, you a show pony clown.
2: You okay, don't I'm bring no goddamn guns
5: to the locker Why room. are you mad? Nothing you do. I'm not mad. Did you, you want to do that at some point? What what what? You what had a over a nigga. that you want to pull out on him? But you didn't have did a you, what, the, pro, what is your problem? You, with what you gives you the background to keep diagnosing my mental state and if I'm mad or not? I, I never heard a man keep telling another man he's mad. Uh, Kwame, obviously
0: you're bre-
2: <laughs> Kwame loves to lean on what a man should do. Mm-hmm. That's his. Yeah,
1: well, it's it's a I'm man. I'm calling you gay. I'm calling you gay. Right. That's that's it's a calling common, you a woman. Toxic shit.
2: That's his home base. Is like as a man. I'm telling you what a man would do.
0: Listen, have you noticed? You bring up every fucking thing I've done. Would you bring this in a gun? Or this in a gun? What the fuck does that got to do? Why Kwame Brown's mad at me? I'm not bringing up the shit you've
5: done on the streets. I'm mad at you. Don't know what the fuck I've done on the streets. Yeah, I do you know what you. What? Okay. I ain't yeah. had to drive down the motherfucking Pearl. You come on, come on, stop
0: i don't do that ain't my business That I ain't got nothing to do he's sitting on a that's throne normal.
1: by the way gil- is gilbert sitting on a throne by the way yeah it looks like that a makes throne. it that much harder he's sitting on a throne
2: he's <laughs> no chill, gil bro <laughs> he is on a throne yeah it looks he like a sitting
1: on a throne in an empty room talking shit to kwame brown kwame brown looks like he's in an attic <laughs>
2: Well, you know, we do know Kwame Brown has a setup with his desk and his hookah. So, you know, right. I don't know where he is. Maybe he's in a hotel or something. Maybe he's getting ready for his anti-vax speech.
1: That looks like an attic room. That lean, that lean. <laughs> What's up with this
3: thing rooms? on the Miss Chance C $5? Oh, it's
2: because you can do, you can, when you do YouTube live streams, you can solicit donations. People who like your content will just throw wow. you money.
1: Wow. Who is Who's is the donation going to? Kwame?
5: So Whoever's channel is. about
2: yeah oh, God. whoever's channel Damn. it is I, I've seen it before on live streams you can just say like if we go live on YouTube not through Zoom we can set up to where people can just if they like what we're doing just throw us a few bucks and then sometimes you can solicit do that th- hey if you, do that if you if you throw me. us a 10 we'll shout you out on the air you know like I and people not
1: do that to y'all That's people terrible. do that oh,
2: shit.
0: That's not- I know that was normal shit but I, don't, I, I ain't laying it out I don't give a fuck I know you, you want, know you want, I know you want me to lay it out okay you knock niggas
5: out cool Cool. I don't do nothing? I don't do nothing that I'm ashamed of, Gilbert. You me ought to be ashamed. You ought to be ashamed. So you proud about laying guns in front of a black man in a white boy's locker room?
4: <laughs> what
5: he said he was gonna shoot me. I wanted to see him do it. And a motherfucker say anything. So if somebody say you gonna shoot. So you gotta one up a black man so much that if he say he gonna shoot you, you've been trained to go get him the gun. What? Okay, look, I'm reading.
2: Oh, because the the reason Gilbert brought guns to the locker room is because they had a dispute. Him and Javaris Crittenden had a dispute on the plane about like playing cards or gambling or whatever. Someone owed someone money. And then Crittenden said he's gonna shoot him, and Gilbert brought his gun in and said, Okay, then shoot me. Calling yeah, his yeah, I
3: guess what I'm saying is the part where Kwame is trying to say something about you've been trained to give him the gun. Yeah, because like, he's, he he's a trained.
1: He's trained. He trained by the white man to go after other black men.
2: I think it's oh, also tra- he he tra- gun training
1: to a white man because a white man didn't train him to do that. A white man trained him to do this.
2: I think he's also saying because he knows his way around guns. Kwame does. You, you you don't training with guns tells you not to just hand someone a gun. You know what I mean? All right. So he's trying to like one up Gilbert by saying I know more about gun culture than you.
0: In your comments, I'm reading these people comments. Gil, yes, no. He asked you nicely to stop speaking on them. He's not even. Have you noticed this motherfucker's not even mad at nothing that has to do with him? It's everything else. It's white man. You put a gun in front of another black man. You did this for a black woman. Like what? Does, what do you have to pile up with me? What is your problem with me? And
2: all right. So anyway, there's a whole podcast of that shit. Wow. I'm not going to sign in to watch it, but yeah. So they're they you know they're doing it for clicks and they're getting the little five dollar donations here and there.
3: They I don't even know if it's a they thing. Sound like it's a Kwame it's a thing. Kwame thing. Yeah, don't mean, it don't even sound like Gilbert making the money, which he probably just went on there to fry his ass.
2: That that whole episode is an hour 22 of them just, I guess, yelling at each other, Gilbert from his throne and Kwame from his hiding place or whatever. Hiding
3: place in the attic. And it's and it's funny because uh uh Kwame sounds like an open mic artist that's trying to come uh, or a comedian that's trying to do crowd work like he didn't right. even sound like he really prepared much Just going right back to the same thing I feel like if that hour and a half is probably just so you on a throne right you want a throne in a white man's house like dude you <laughs> gotta get some material I see you in a white room right <laughs> let me guess who painted that the white man trained you to paint that <laughs> like, uh, okay I'm a coon is that the whole hour and a half bro you got some whole hour and a half
2: let me guess. I'm gay. You're gonna yeah. call me gay at some
3: point. I never seen a man sit in a room on a throne.
2: <laughs> That's not you man you behavior. A king or something. Welcome to the manosphere. <laughs> That's not man behavior. <laughs> the manosphere. And we got one more comment from. Um, just we got we just actually just got a message from Rob uh, a little while ago. Love the show last week. I'm late listening. You all mentioned the OAN man begging to be added back. Have y'all noted that all these whining pillow ads uh, do talking about cancel culture impacting his business and please buy my pillows, beds and slippers. The grift keeps going. Yeah, that's I um, even seen those ads. I haven't seen them either. I know I've saw something about that. He's out there just trying to push. Yeah. Everyone's selling something. All these what people do you have to
3: watch to get that commercial. Yeah, I almost like, so be
2: watching the different shit. I guess it's just OAN or web streaming shit. That's where you see the my pillow. Like
3: guy. I always see, like i I'm washed. I know now because all the ads for all the shit I watch are for washed people. <laughs> like, oh you got low testosterone, you fucking weak back, hot knee motherfucker. You need to rub some pain cream on your back, you little bitch. Hmm? Yeah, that your dick don't get hard. The dick not getting on, No, nah, You're gonna die. You need some you need some life insurance, you you half dead motherfuckers.
1: Like, damn, these commercials read these me for Phil. These commercials are damn these commercials suck, but low keys. Let me talk. Well, let's talk about this life insurance.
3: Yeah. Hold on right. a second. Like have
1: I know. ever, I don't like
3: was I just not paying attention to commercials before or did commercials just <laughs> they, they get better at relevant. tracking they start becoming relevant
1: to you.
2: Yeah, it's like yeah. the f- one course like does your foot hurt and the next commercial is like does your knee hurt and like How yeah. about your back was your back the Shack
3: hurt? selling you fucking icy hot and shit yeah. like so here comes Shaq like yo, I know your back hurt. <laughs> like damn how y'all know
2: look just admit it you're all fucked up just admit it it's fine yeah the first step is admitting it i got help you for need it. some money don't you here's a loan ad <laughs> getting to the money hey get some
3: money you broke motherfuckers give us your paycheck
2: you need some insurance call the general i know you never heard of him but right who else is gonna who else is gonna market to you at this point you need to go your ass to school go
3: to go to online school you stupid motherfuckers <laughs> watching judge shows in the afternoon
2: get a yeah, life you know what Start over. <laughs> you, know, you need to start over
3: yeah. your whole life. <laughs> yeah,
1: start your whole you life over. You
2: get to do over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. Was, uh... I don't want. Then that's all we got for comments. I don't want. I've never watched OAN. Let's talk
1: about. I don't know how long we've been going. It seemed like we've been going for about an hour. Let's talk about this. What is the manosphere? I'm. I'm out of that. Did
2: you read the article? You didn't see the article. I read the article. No. What is them.
1: the article? It looked. Right. It looked like some ignorant shit, and I was like, it nah, was. With
2: this. It's a lot of. um it's a lot of shit that we've kind of talked about, but it's because it's sort of organizing into something. Uh, it's
3: like if the hotels combined with the red pill guys. Oh, that's yeah. a bad and combination. And so it created the black manosphere. So like the manosphere is like the red pill white man, like the, we hate women. Everything's women's fault. Uh, you know, that shit, the black manosphere is that, but it's all black women's fault as as black men that we have to deal with all this shit.
2: Yeah, this this woman Nicole Young wrote this article. She had a couple like brushes with the manosphere because of like she's like dating, you know, online dating shit. Um this guy says, "I believe women are hypergamous." I don't even I don't think I've seen that word. Hypergamous? Hypergamous?
3: Yeah. i that? that's just probably school for Latin talking. Oh, about hypergamy
2: is a thing. Uh hypergamy yeah. is um Marriage into an equal or higher caste or social group. So women are trying to climb the ladder, basically. Mm-hmm. I believe women are hypergamous. It's an observable fact, my date declared matter-of-factly, as we started stared at each other across the abyss of Zoom about an hour early. Was your date in an attic, perhaps? With bad <laughs> well, bad I'm lighting. Think, oh, um, a man
1: don't wouldn't do that. High value <laughs> men before. We've heard, we've heard that one.
2: Mm-hmm. About an hour earlier. Yeah, Kevin
1: Samuels
3: is one of these people. Yeah. Uh, yep. Randolph.
2: Yeah, writing down the words I didn't understand, but he, but knew I'd heard before. So, hypergamous to the list. His previous, previously mentioned uh, pair bonded, high value men and dominant masculinity all sounded ominous, ominously familiar.
1: Pair bonded, I've never heard, but high value men and dominant masculinity I've heard.
2: I'm going to Google these things and it's going to fuck up my, my, uh my targeted ads really bad. <laughs> Pair bonding in summary pair bonding is best to find a selective and enduring relationships between new, two non-kin adults i don't know what that how that fits into the manosphere in the end my date let's call him king and i talked for nearly three hours king explained that i was behaving in a masculine way when i was invited Why'd she to hang
4: him. in
1: for three hours
2: who knows she was she was like you know what i'm gonna write a story about this uh i was behaving in a masculine way when i invited him to meet me for a date instead of waiting for him to ask me. Claimed it was a biological fact that in any romantic relationship, someone who's cisgendered and male, of course, needed to dominate the other. And feminism was a force that had only served to divide the black community and alienate black men. The last part came after I revealed that I am a feminist. Something he told me was usually a complete non-starter for him.
1: You you devoted three hours of this.
2: So she had a whole long uh, online. uh, I guess people do Zoom dates. I didn't even... I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah, there's, like,
3: I don't know. It feels a little weird because, like, it feels a little weird because, like, like, I had literally never heard of most of these people. Yeah. But now that this article's out, I feel like maybe people will start legitimizing and looking up some of these people a little more. And I don't know that that's a good thing. <laughs> You know, but yeah, I but I, mean, I do recognize that they're pieces of shit and you don't want to, like, let them go unchallenged. But it's like, who 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 could be swayed by this that could also be swayed by you, I guess.
2: And then there's, yeah, and it's, it's also, I mean, it shines a light where maybe they do, like, get a broader reach because of it. But right. this whole incel thing, I mean, even before this sort of offshoot of it, that's been around for years now. Mm-hmm. Like these guys tend to just find it, these young guys who I don't need uh, need leadership and whatever they're looking for uh, to fill their Is void. Dr.
1: April, still on, on the line. Dr. April, if you're still here, do you know a Dr. Sean Thunder Wallace, a tenured professor at Ohio State University? Do you
4: know him? <laughs>
2: uh, he's part of the Manosphere, Dr. Yeah, Sean yeah. Thunder he's Wallace. Uh, he's an Wallace. influencer whose work teeters he's at the also edge. The
1: a wrestler. He's also a wrestler. If y'all didn't know,
3: (laughs) it's also a G.I. Joe
2: like (laughs) Kevin Samuels is actually disliked in some of these Manosphere circles because he actually allows women to talk like that's They call in and he lets them talk, which is a bridge too far for some of the people in this world. They all hate women.
3: We can't dominate women if they have a right to speak.
2: (laughs) Yeah, What if they say something back to us and they make a good point? We're not ready for that right. shit.
1: The content creator. Mad bus driver X one who films his YouTube videos wearing a helmet.
2: <laughs> yeah, she interviewed mad bus driver X one for this.
3: Like, story. Like, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but like. Why do you even interview these niggas? You know what I'm saying? Like, why give them anything? These niggas are the worst and they right. and um, unfortunately they will not I guarantee you will not be put on the right path from this article or be like, damn, they showed the error of my ways. I'm no. losing listeners.
1: No. Yeah. No. It's, who, who is this article for?
3: They all seem to want her. Like the fact they even let her interview them sounds like, oh, good. I'm going to. I can't wait to tell my followers. I was in L magazine and I'm, you know, I'm being legitimized now, you know? Yeah yeah like i cannot imagine this playing out in any way that people actually think you know what i'm saying at least in my opinion i
1: no you're right but that's just me you know what
3: i'm saying it never
1: makes sense to me either it'll be this would be a good story to write matter of fact you believe that principle on this
3: damn randolph you made me think on it's the same principle about the thing you said with um fuck that comedian that interviews the racist white people uh, oh, yeah. It's kind of a similar. It's kind of and a similar thing where it's ignorant. like, look at this ignorance. Look at this. But ignorance. I'm showing y'all their ignorance on display. And it's like,
1: yeah,
3: is and there anybody really who would
1: not that. have realized this was
3: ignorance or what? And
1: I'm not countering it as we're talking. That conversation yeah. should have ended three hours <laughs> like you knew 20 minutes in this motherfucker was like this. What would you keep talking to him for?
2: Right well i mean if you're i don't i don't know who this much about this writer but if you are some kind of journalist that's your job is to sit in and and, and mm-hmm. gather what these people are are up to you know right. that, how if if every article was hers was like i slammed shut the laptop
1: well this is the thing like, about that this would the thing be about this is the thing about that i've i've we, we go around about this talking amongst journalism and there are journalists who um like uh Jamel Hill and stuff who don't agree with that like to just you just like these people talk and uh you don't say anything back and they're like no they, like you you do bring you do bring yourself to your articles you know cuz the thing is the whole thing is like we do we have a complete objectivity and you're like that's not true you don't have a, you bring yourself to your articles
2: well she's not i mean if you read this right. article no, she's not no i get not- that
1: she's she's not she's not not cuz she is con, she is Slamming it.
2: She's calling them out.
1: But what I would want to know is, first of all, what did the shit go for three hours for? You don't need to talk for three hours. You know what you're going to get out of this. So what do you what do you
3: I guess I guess in a way I feel like you can write this same article without talk giving them a platform. I think that's what it is, because I know that they will feed off of right being platformed more than she will more than people will be edified by this article is my I'm going to go
1: talk to a guy bus driver who wears a helmet. Yeah,
3: it's like how um, sometimes on our show we'll talk about a topic, but we have enough resources. We could go get a lot of these people. We don't have to talk about them. We could go be like, "Hey, we we bringing this guy on the show. We're gonna show y'all the ignorance." But it's like, no, nah, I can tell you, I don't like John McWhorter without having him on here for an hour, and y'all right. have to listen to him he gaslight would like us. Better like, to
1: come on a show called "The Black Guy Who Tips." Yeah, he would love that. He will love it. You know what I mean? Would so be I, like I'm I'm showing them. You know? I'm like you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think he, knows, he knows what it is. It would be like a I'm showing them time. You see how I'm talking to them. I'm going to educate them. You know, yeah, Like these so, motherfuckers who are like, I'm going to tell these women, you know, eh, fuck out of here.
2: Well, it's, right. I mean, but it's also the other side is, you know, the ignore them and they go away thing. Like if, if she sees this as a particularly dangerous trend. Right. Um, then exploring it and investigating it is her job. You know, well, and, it feels and like Joe
3: it. Rogan to me where I don't think there's a I'm not even saying Norman, they go away. I'm saying this is a permanent. Yeah. And it can only be worsened or the same. It'll never go like these motherfuckers was kind of doing they thing with none of us knowing right. or not a lot of us not knowing. Now, uh, I, and uh, the reason I point to this is we seen it happen with Tariq Nasheed. We saw it happen with Dr. Umar the ridicule and the like going to find the material so we could share it and bash it actually made them kind of like bigger than they were going to be
2: made them more likable for sure right
3: yeah and so it had the opposite of effect because what a lot of these guys are is entertaining yeah you know regardless of them being bigots and all that shit people that are entertained will throw out they won't care about the harm is caused as much as like yeah but look what dr umar said you know we've all done that shit and you know i'm like oh these will be the next guys so it just made me question like i wonder what will be served by this because I it does feel like these could be the next guys i'm not like i said once again not shitting on her not shitting on her doing her job not even you know it's just a different people i, I think i'm getting old enough to where i'm seeing patterns now i'm like oh this yeah. is the next group of these guys
2: yeah, I've seen that before, too, where it's someone's like, I'm going to expose this thing. And I'm like, OK, I know how this goes. It's going to play out where you're going to call it out and then it's it's just going to grow and then you're going to get a lot of hate and mm-hmm. then nothing ever happens. And then you don't know that yet because you haven't yeah. been there yet. Or maybe you're younger and you haven't had this experience. But everyone has these intentions of like, oh, I'm this is going to be the way I, I handle this. I'm going to yeah. shine a light on this and they're they're going to.
3: And even this ways. is a even Black Manosphere is just a rebranding of these type of grifting guys. Right. right. Like it's, like this group of guys will always exist and they kind of create their own, uh, ecosystem because there's also women that do, you know, like the, the, I hate black men now on, uh, on YouTube and not yeah. the not like, uh, I hate black men because these guys were just like black, like, Oh, their gimmick is calling black women, a bunch of derogatory lies. Now I'm going to do that for black women. And, and it's really just a hustle. Like I'll get my money right. from my side that want to hear people fight with this side. And I'm just, I guess, just starting to see those patterns and being like, right. okay, I right. think this is just the next one of these. And I think I'm gonna hop off the ride.
2: And what's interesting too, that stuff moves so fast these days because of the internet, you know, and
4: mm.
2: you can find these movements if you are like the type of guy who, wants to hear these things to have your feelings reinforced or feel better about yourself, you can find it super quickly. And there's been ta- there's all these articles that have been written about how like the white nationalists and neo-Nazis began using the internet very early on, like in the mid nineties, they saw possibilities there while we were still kind of laughing at like, Oh, these offshoots of 20 guys go out in the woods and seek Heil to each other for a while. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were organizing more than people knew. So on one hand, it's like, we need to know what they're up to. Right. On the other hand, is like how? What is that? How do you strike right. that balance? What's you the know?
3: cost of? Right. What's the cost of it? Because a lot of it really is about us feeling better, being like, "Look at me! Right. I'm so not yeah. like this that yeah. I'm against this." It's like, I'm "Well, scared. nigga, everyone that's, should be against that's it. That's these not a, fuckers." That's not a yeah. You're not really.
1: <laughs> you don't like. We're all against like them,
3: so okay. Let's get. Let's take our egos out of it. Now, what's yeah. being served? We're informing the public. these people exist cool what's what then because part of that is also informing the public that 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 are like oh i need i need an outlet i need a guy to follow i didn't know this was bothering these women but you know what now i think about it black women is the problem and i'm gonna gonna go find this guy now and you know we watched it happen with like i said tarina she went from like dating coach pickup artist to black, whatever he is now,
4: yeah.
1: To There's like musician, like this black whatever riff. he is now versus pickup artists. Well, it's, pickup yeah. artist was hot for about twenty minutes in the nineties. Remember that? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, there was like a show on VH1 about it. Or was and like, and it
1: was uh, originally that that got people to like go,
3: this guy's a piece of shit. Look at this. Look at yeah. this. And and eventually it turned into like, well, you know what? Now I'm a pro black. Give me some money. Documentary person. Yeah, and now this.
2: Well, it's also like again we're we're coming from it from a different perspective because of our experience and our age. But right, a lot of the targets for these are young, like you know teenagers. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like a a young man who can't get a date and starts to lash out and try to find reasons why the world is against him. I remember Dominic talking about uh, back when we had a podcast. Dominic was talking about (laughs) his 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 oldest son, who's you know now eighteen, but when he was in high school. Like, you know, he started getting these YouTube, you know, you go down one YouTube rabbit hole, and the next thing you know, this recommending Ben Shapiro videos to you. And mm-hmm. and his kid is like, Oh, you know, let's make some good points, you know, like and maybe not the Ben Shapiro literally, but people like right. that. And it's very easy for the algorithms to steer you toward this. And if you're an impressionable 16, 17-year-old, it doesn't really know necessarily the counterpoints. You just think these are good points, and you know, I'm gonna follow this, and that's who you become. And those are the people who are susceptible, those are the people who will say, Mad bus driver made some good points. Mad bus driver right. X one knows sure. what the fuck he's talking about. You know, the guy with the helmet—that's my guy. So
1: yeah,
2: it I is different.
3: Kind of in a weird way, it's kind of like her slice of life because it's really her saying, "I had this experience, and then I just went and yeah." Because it did, like the article doesn't offer any real like solution or counterpoint. Even it's just kind of like these people are out here, y'all. You know, yeah. and that's kind of the whole article, but. I feel like, you know, maybe it's a confirmation thing. So maybe if you're a, a black woman experiencing running into one of these guys, you'll be like, oh, OK, yeah, I, that's what that's called. But I don't know, man, it just kind of felt the, like
2: the illuminating part of, of it. People. For me, the illuminating part of it was, I mean, Kevin, she ties all them to this big, you know, this right, big, this this universe. So but it also isn't just these grifters that you would obviously see as a grifter or like some underground youtube channel it's a tenured professor at ohio state university right mm-hmm. you know and so that to me there's some value in that's, that yeah kind of,
3: that is good that's a like, good
2: point like i didn't necessarily i wouldn't have thought that i would have thought oh these are just idiots who are either grifting or just can't get laid or whatever and they decide to lash out or or whatever anger in their life they're they're bringing it to women black women and dumping it out on them making everything their fault but the it's higher it goes higher than that it go, or goes deeper than mm-hmm. that or both but um so that was illuminating. And I mean, you know, there's a couple of things where I'm like, oh, I didn't know that and I didn't necessarily know this was part of a big ecosystem that's right. growing. But of course it is because that's the internet.
3: Yeah, the exactly. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what
2: happens. You know,
3: It's like, I don't, and like I said, I don't have a right, the right answer, but it just feels like how do you separate? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between this and just giving these dudes, highlighting them? Like it's not right. very, like it's such a fine line. I don't even know. And, and knowing their uh, value system on that side, I know that this won't hurt them at all. Like, right. like they act, they probably will use this as more proof. Like see these black women are always trying to da 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 So I don't know, but I mean, I guess it's good for people that didn't know and to yeah. inform people and, and stuff like that. So yeah, that's, that's a good point for Andy.
2: And it's, it's uh, yeah. It's like, it's, I don't know what the right way to, to handle that would be to sort of expose this. I remember when, the whole incel Gamergate thing was going on. I didn't understand what was going on for a while. I was like, what is right. this Gamergate shit? I didn't get it. Like some of the articles that were written were very vague and didn't connect the dots very well. Is ethics in gaming journalism, what does that have to do with incels? Right. And finally there were a couple of things that connected all the dots. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a bigger thing. This is a whole corner of the internet. It's a whole lifestyle for these people. Right. Um, and it turns out that's just the way it goes. And how could it not go that way? I mean, you watch... I watch a video on how to make a pan pizza and a skillet. (laughs) And next thing you know, my whole feed is about cooking videos. Like, of course it becomes that That's the internet is designed to give you a community like that, even when you're not looking for one. And next thing you know that, you know, you are subscribed to all these channels or whatever. Um, But yeah, it is a little bit nebulous until someone maybe contextualizes it a little bit more. But now I feel like I don't necessarily need that context. I know it. But there was a time when yeah. I didn't, you know, gamer that's game. That's probably no what it idea. is. Because I, I, I
3: also know the shorthand for these other movements. So that's what that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. I was wondering, it's one of those things where, you know, you do a little self-examination. I'm like, why am I having this reaction to this article? Where I'm just like, and fuck these niggas. Like, like, <laughs> right. like I, I can't believe I read all this shit. Who cares? Right. right. But, but I, that's what it is. I, it's in the framework of I'm getting older and I've seen several of these now on the Internet at this point. So to me, it's just kind of like there's nothing special about it's just a black version of the other shit that was terrible. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, yeah, that's a good point Uh, with the age and then just kind of like someone should do the work to define it. So we know, like, who are the movers and shakers and shit. So, yeah, that's a good point.
2: I guess, yeah, Yeah. if you Google whatever his name, Thunder, the Ohio State professor. Yeah. If you Google him, maybe this article comes up also as opposed to just his.
3: Like he, this one of these motherfuckers could be like, "Can I be a guest in your podcast?" And you just like, "Oh, look at this black man trying to." And then <laughs> you, because this article don't exist, you don't see nothing when you Google him, and then later you find out this dude's a piece of shit, yeah.
2: right? Right. When he
1: comes on your podcast, starts talking
3: that
2: shit, right? Wait you minute, know wait what? First of
3: all, be quiet, Karen. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking to the black man. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, what's, Ain't you a what's professor? I'm
2: what's sorry, um, you called me Thunder earlier. That's Doctor Thunder. Okay, <laughs> yes. I, I and appreciate it. Use the full, the honorific Dr. Thunder. I earned my degree.
3: Okay. Yeah. Not the knockoff of Dr. Pepper. Okay. This is a <laughs> right. different Dr. We,
2: Thunder.
1: I guess we shouldn't be surprised. These motherfuckers are out there. I mean.
3: Right. No, I'm definitely not surprised.
1: Group. They're out there with every other group. It's yeah. scary, man, because it makes like. perfect sense.
3: I, our brains. And I'm, I'm including y'all in this. Our brains go to comedic first. Normally. Right. And there was nothing funnier than kevin samuels introduction into the the zeitgeist that shit was that was That was one of the funniest clips i've seen in years that shit was golden and i remember at the time being like yeah but i know this nigga ain't shit like just like i remember on the show being like before we get carried away let's just understand this man is probably pretty fucked up like you know, because people are like, because ah, when you entertain, you try to rationalize it. Right. We're like, well, he did say something about the man and the woman. So, like, maybe he's being fair. It's like, I don't know. I've seen these these motherfuckers. They always yeah. eventually end up being a piece of shit. So I'm going to just say this was funny and let's leave it there. Look up a month later. The motherfuckers sharing every video. going to you know going to his live on youtube they you know they sharing all the other shit that is more problematic it's like and oh,
1: man. Up was that part of the problem? They did the same. They did the same podcast together. Him and Umar did a podcast together, I believe. Wow. I believe
4: they Were they did.
2: beefing with each other or was it like, no. like joining forces? No. Because wow.
1: no. they was I beefing believe, for a second. I believe. I seem to remember seeing that picture of two of them together. Like, what is this?
2: I know Umar had a had a beef with another guy because he had that video where his phone rang, but he acted like he was already on the phone. It was a whole thing.
3: <laughs> Kareem, <laughs> like, Nashi, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. That was good.
2: Yeah. So yeah, they're all like infighting fighting anyway within that that sphere that they're in.
1: Yeah. But,
3: oh, yeah, yeah the like the I
1: manosphere, guess manosphere, Andy.
2: The manosphere. The
3: manosphere. <laughs> That's also terrible branding. Who yeah. thought of that? Y'all didn't workshop that at all.
2: The manosphere and then the the the, the black manosphere, which is kind of its own I guess mm. subset too. Um it's all red pill bull. It's all this it's just another like variant of red pill internet bullshit right you know it all kind of comes from that all that 4chan you know (laughs) massage
3: yeah that was the thing i was reading the article like ain't this the same shit (laughs) like like, i don't know these dudes but uh you haven't said nothing in this article has felt like uh anything new really it's like the kind of the same shit these white boys believe and then these niggas believe it
2: yeah that's that's not the first Dr. Thunder there's been others <laughs> yes <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Professor Lightnings there's been there's been a few people <laughs> like that out there weird let's
1: bring this one home y'all I think we did some good work today Emperor Hurricane <laughs> Emperor Hurricane <laughs> which I think chat room I think we did some good work today. Want to thank Rod of course tell Karen that we missed her today.
3: Oh yeah uh, she, she was, was taking a nap
1: I'm sure it's well-deserved. I think we got a dog sighting. (laughs) Let me see if I can call the dog.
2: Lucy. Um, Mark's dog.
1: Lucy. Lucy. Lucy.
2: Isn't it Linus?
1: Why am I saying Lucy? Linus. Linus.
2: Lucy was the previous one, right?
1: Yeah. Lucy was Linus.
2: Jack Russell's.
1: You don't hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know what Lucy was. She was a little dog. I don't think she was a Jack Russell. Linus. Mark's you know, going to you know. gonna let us Bye. know. I see you. <laughs> I see you. All right, y'all. Uh, Carrie, be safe on that road, sir. You looking good out there.
2: Oh, yeah, she was. We'll try to
1: keep you awake next time. Sorry. Keisha, welcome to the party, baby. I feel like I've just not seen your face. Welcome you to the
2: party, pal. Your
1: face on all this time. <laughs> no, see, it has been like that. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, I need more smiles. I mean, come on now. Y'all out here looking like the door Melange, you and you and Danique. We need we need a three guys on door <laughs> Melange. We need uh we need this. I can't be the only one holding it down me and rod. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, always good to see your face. Raphael, always good to see your face, always good to see everybody. Leonard, been on the couch
2: uh Bro, freeloaders that, if you, you want to see everyone's that vid, faces do you
1: you got the vid <laughs> do we got to send you some we got to send you something. you good you ain't got no covet no okay
3: that's right we didn't see nicole this week i know she had it last week oh she's okay
2: oh yeah yeah right.
1: yeah
2: yeah i think yeah last week right. she said she, she seemed to be feeling okay but
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i'm still ahead. i'm
2: still in fucking uh lockdown mode i'm still going to the store late avoiding yeah. people i'm Same. still i haven't done a show in two months she Part of that was my afraid. mother's situation. She say
1: her kids are afraid they're going to get caught on camera. Then that means they're going to. Yeah. <laughs> that means they're going to. Yeah. Well, I still, I meet my clients. You know, we're all vaccinated. So we're all just doing this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, yeah.
3: We still haven't gone back to uh Hornets game or anything. Well, other shit. than
1: that, we don't, when every time I'm out, I wear a mask, you know, in and out of the building and stuff like that. I wear in the KN95s. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I got a box of those off Amazon. I'm like, I think they're not counterfeit. Right. Uh, Yeah. We're waiting on
3: our box to come. (laughs) These motherfuckers, man. God damn.
2: There's a CDC list of like, of like uh, brands that they've certified. And the one that I bought isn't on there. I
1: did. I looked at the list Mm. and I bought the list, but it's not
2: on there. But it was, if you Google it and there was a point in the past where it was on there, but now it's not. I'm like, is so, I don't know what happened, but now I got to maybe go search for a different brand. I don't know if maybe this, because a lot of those companies, they just take over the name and just start selling it. And it's Amazon. It's all a lot of it is counterfeit mm-hmm. bullshit. So yeah. I don't know. It fits well. My
1: father-in-law found us a pair. And they're supposed to be shipping already. So. Okay. We'll see. But yeah. I had already bought some off Amazon, but I got mine early.
2: Yeah. I'm going to have to get uh shop around a little bit to see if and they was supposed else. to
1: go to work in the office, but it got pushed back. Good. That's fucking Texas. Yeah. I'm
3: still double masking.
1: Speaking of that, Mark, I got to call dad tonight. He had a call. He didn't have a call. He had a, Nose thing last week, he was convinced it was his allergy. So I was like, "All right, now if you start coughing, (laughs) convinced you say, huh?" To the doctor. (laughs) Hey, Texas man, allergies are a bitch there, dog. It's it's crazy.
2: Even in the winter.
1: Yes, all year round, allergy. It's crazy. So there's always something all year round. Yeah. Year round, it's crazy. I'm sure in Oklahoma it's probably the same way. It's bananas. Nose just close, constantly clogged. You, you, shit's running all the time. It's crazy. Mark did have a nose, but I remember that it's, it's bananas. Not like up here. Here it's just spring, but you know, Texas. Ugh, it's crazy. All right, y'all. We will see y'all uh, Monday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. That has been uh, HBO's own Rod Morrow. <laughs> And Y'all know what it is. Rod's going to take us out. Uh, thank all of you for joining us. As always, you know we love to see y'all here every Saturday. And I think that is it. Andy, you got anything for him?
2: Uh, no, I got nothing. I got nothing no, coming okay. up. Nothing going on. Well, i like yeah, to thank
1: Mike B for being here earlier.
2: Up, yeah, Mike time. B was on Monday's episode. Yeah. Uh, fucking freeloaders aren't going to get to hear that. Nope. Don't
1: get to hear it. But, you know, we gave him something. We gave him a little bit longer today. Yeah. Alright, here we go. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm HBO's Rod Morrow. HBO's Rod Morrow. <laughs> we're three guys on. And we are out. Hi.